In this bulletin, debate underway in the recalled parliament on Labor's energy price cap measures, a state of emergency in Peru amid mass demonstrations, and in sport, France preparing for a World Cup final showdown with Argentina after defeating Morocco in the semis. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brock. Parliament has begun debating the federal government's proposed energy relief measures. The bill is likely to pass as Labor controls the lower house and has the support of the Greens and key crossbenchers in the Senate. But the coalition has confirmed it won't back the legislation. Opposition leader Peter Dutton says the coalition doesn't believe in market intervention and they feel this bill will do little to address consumer needs. This is a massive con job that's taking place. Your power bills are not going down under this government. They have no idea what they're doing. And I worry most for those families who are seeing their mortgage payments go up and up and up under this government. And if this government continues to fuel inflation, then interest rates will be higher under Labor than they otherwise would be. The Queensland government is expected to respond today to the findings of a damning report into a state-run forensics laboratory. Their response may address concerns that potentially thousands of cases will need to be reviewed and crime scene samples retested for DNA after the report concluded some samples were not properly analysed because of administration failures. Report author Walter Sovranov has recommended forensic and scientific services be restructured. He says the lab should appoint an independent head scientist focused on scientific integrity and serving the criminal justice system. The New South Wales government has added the site of an historic Indigenous massacre in southwestern Sydney to the State Heritage Register. At least 14 people from the Darawal tribe, including children, were killed in an attack ordered by Governor Lachlan Macquarie in April 1816 as they camped near the banks of the Cataract River. It is seen as one of the earliest and most traumatic frontier conflict events between First Nations people and European settlers in early Australian history. Peru's Defence Minister has announced a 30-day state of emergency as protests over the arrest of former President Pedro Castillo continue. The state of emergency measure announced this morning suspends the right to gather and move freely across the country. It's meant to allow soldiers to assist police in maintaining public safety after a week of fiery protests and road blockades. And authorities seek an 18-month pre-trial detention for the former leader. But the family of Mr Castillo says they remain outraged over his treatment. Niece Vilma Castillo says she's not been allowed to confirm her uncle's well-being. We are not allowed to enter. We want to know what is going on. We, his relatives, have no information. Iran has been ousted from a women's group at the United Nations following Tehran's crackdown on protests over the death of a young woman in morality police custody. The 54-member UN Economic and Social Council says it's adopted a US-drafted resolution to remove Iran from the Commission on the Status of Women for the remainder of its term, which runs from this year to 2026. The Commission on the Status of Women meets annually every March and aims to promote gender equality. An unusual December cold front has brought snow and freezing temperatures to parts of Australia's southeast. Temperatures have been recorded between 6 and 12 degrees lower than normal. 
The Weather Zone app shows Victoria experiencing its coldest summer temperature on record at just under minus five degrees at Mount Hotham. The mountain's visitor experience senior manager Stuart Stevens has told Sky News this cold snap is unusual, but not completely unprecedented. Uh, we have had snow on Christmas Day before, years ago, but uh, this is, you know, this is a wintry blast and it's continuing. So slightly different to what we've normally seen before. To sport and France will face Argentina for a World Cup final showdown after defeating a valiant Morocco side 2-0 in the semi-final. After an early goal, the French team were off to a rocketing start, but a near-miss bicycle kick from Morocco's Jawad El Yamik threatened to equalise at the end of the first half. France's Radal Kolomouani brought it home with an impressive goal in the 79th minute, securing the victory and sending the Moroccan Lions packing. I'm Deborah Grawk. This is SBS News. 